What's happening? And welcome to another Crossroads Connect podcast. Here we discuss everything from current Crossroad events to trending topics to how we can reconcile God's truth with the real world we live in. Hey, what's going on? And welcome to episode 17 of the Crossroads Connect podcast. So good to be with you all today. Once again, here with me, I have Pastor Chris Omdahl, our care pastor here at Crossroads Church. And we also have from the Crossroads Counseling Center, Mark Club, with us today to talk to us a little bit more about boundaries. And today, we're looking at self-care and, and what boundaries look like with self-care and, and how we can handle them in a, in a, in a way uh, that is healthy for all of us to get rid of stress and to make sure that we're taking care of our ourselves. And so, hey, how are you doing, Mark? Good. Good to have you here, Thanks man. for having me. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for coming. Good to be here. It's awesome. It is awesome. Hey, so to get things started, uh, I just wanted to ask you guys, uh, and maybe you can both answer this for me, is there a particular vacation in your lifetime that is just super memorable for you? I mean, when I'm thinking about self-care vacation, my mind goes there right away, and so I thought it might be fun to hear, what was your favorite vacation? It, maybe when you're a kid or, or now that you're, you're all grown up, uh, is there a vacation? Mark, we'll, we'll start with you. Yeah, I would say, you know, as I think of vacation, uh, we have five kids, so vacation for us is typically doesn't feel like a vacation. Uh, after we get back, we need a vacation from the vacation, right? So for me, as I think of vacations, I think of getting a, a away with the fellas, uh, honestly, whether that's camping, hunting, uh, fishing. For my 40th, it was really special. My dad and brother came up from Texas, and uh, and three of my really good best friends from school and we went up to the uh, Indian Hills wilderness and hiked and um, so I think it's those kind of vacations where I feel most rested uh, where I can just be with other guys and, and just share in life and and our faith and where we are in our in our journey so yeah, yeah. Renee and I we've come up with a code word for that so it's uh, when it's a family thing we call it a trip <laughs> okay so when it's the kids and it's a lot of work and you still got to you got to make meals and pack food and, you know, get them to stop fighting. That's called a trip. Uh, but a vacation is when it's just her and I. Mm. And so, uh, so yeah, we don't plan family vacations. We plan family trips. I like that. So my favorite vacation uh, was just with her and I. And, uh, uh, you know, we have this little place in Mexico that we've been to a few times that we really love to go back to. Same place, uh, same beach, same spot and so that's a lot of fun and uh, are you going to divulge where that is or is that a secret location that is only for you two well it's secret yeah but you can google it if you knew the name of it <laughs> and i will pay you can pay me if you want to know the name yeah yeah five dollars five dollars maybe, maybe more okay maybe more okay <laughs> that's good yeah. yeah uh we we too noticed that with kids it's harder and so we build in like a uh an extra day of vacation for when we get back just to get reacclimated to to life, but we're trying to do the flip flop thing. So one year we go somewhere with the kids, and then the next year we try to get away on our own. And so uh, this is our year, so we're really looking forward to nice. being able to do something with just the two of us. Nice. But but that's good. Uh, so yeah, we're talking about we're we're going through this series uh, on Sunday called Boundaries. It's from Hen Henry Cloud's books, uh, specifically his first book called Boundaries. And uh, today we wanted to talk a little bit about self care and. And Chris, maybe you can just talk to us. We've, we've talked a lot about boundary breakers. Uh, yeah. How, what, 
just remind us again, what are those boundary breakers and how do they apply to self-care? Yeah, so the, the, the main boundary breakers that Henry Cloud and John Townsend kind of lay out in that book are the avoidance, uh, the compliance, the controllers, and the non-responses. And so when it comes to boundaries of any kind, relational uh, or, or self-care or work habits or whatever they are, um, these sort of boundary breakers can be at play. And, and what I've also found is that typically if, I'm a, if I have a default way of breaking boundaries in one area, uh, that usually that same way kind of follows me around. So the compliance, again, can't say no, uh, so they fill up their schedule. Um, the avoidance uh, can't say, uh, they can't say yes, so they, they block everybody else out when they're hurting. The controllers can't hear no, uh, so they sort of, when it comes to self-care, the controllers sort of expect everybody else to, to fix their problems for them. Uh, and then the non-responsives can't hear yes, meaning they sort of numb out to everyone else around them. And so, uh, so yeah, so those are kind of the main ways of, of boundary breaking in it. And I think it ties into self-care as well. And so those, those ways of responding are not healthy ways of responding, right? Correct. Yeah. yeah. And, and so uh, it can cause, what, what, kind of, what kind of outside things would we see when someone is not taking care of themselves? Like how, how would, what would that happen? Uh, how would that play out in somebody's life? I would say, yeah, just um, for men especially, we can become very, go to anger very easily. And so that might look like uh, low tolerance uh, level, uh, easily frustrated, agitated, uh, snappy at home. And, and I'm only speaking from personal experience here. But uh, yeah. I never get snappy. <laughs> <laughs> that Yeah, I, I know for me personally, I can take on too much responsibility. For me, the word with boundaries is responsibility. And I know I can tend to take on too much. And that leads me to kind of put my nose to the grind and and be a workhorse and feel like it's all on me to do everything, either at work or at home. Uh, and and like you said, Chris, I, I kind of drive people away and kind of isolate and get in my man cave. And uh, so that's only from personal experience. But yeah. yeah, no, I can definitely relate to that. I, I'm not typically an angry person. And I know when I start just getting super frustrated at things or I have a low fuse, I know that it's it's. Uh, a signal of something deeper going on. And usually that's just me feeling depleted uh, in some way. Um, yeah. I think the other sort of telltale sign of when, you, when you're starting to get depleted is when you start uh, self-medicating, um, whether it's an actual substance that you're self-medicating with or just some sort of distraction, right? Whether that's scrolling online or you know, binge watching are some of the typical ones, but it could be anything. It could be, uh, yeah, there's, there's a, a million ways to, to, um, self-medicate. In fact, Carrie Newhoff, uh, had a quote recently that I saw that said, uh, people who are burning out almost always choose self-medicating over self-care. And so we, 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 we're suffering, we're hurting, we're tired, and so we self-medicate, yet that's the very thing that can sort of steamroll any sort of plans to actually find health. 
uh, and it can make it worse. Yeah, well, that's easier, right? I mean, yeah. self self medication is is almost easier than actually diving in and, and seeing what what's really going on and how to fix it. Right, it's easier, and and we feel relief right away. It's an instant relief. It's an instant yeah. relief. Yeah, under the surface, the par- the problem's still there. Yeah, and it's sort of like taking Advil for a brain tumor, uh, and so um, that doesn't work. It it, it doesn't. <laughs> okay, no. nope. that's good. Noted. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and, and I think that the some of the trouble with that, too, is that some of those things aren't innately bad in and of themselves, right? Like, it's not bad to sit down and, and watch a TV show, you know? Uh, it's not necessarily bad to have a social media account, but when it starts to overtake you or you start using it as a, as a method to get out or to relieve stress, um, there, there comes a time when, or a line that you hit that maybe this isn't actually helping me the way that I was hoping that it would. So do do you know, Mark, uh, you know, certainly all of us have times of stress and all of us, uh, there's different levels of stress and different levels of struggle. If someone is recognizing that, man, I'm really having a hard time and I'm not having taken care of myself well, where's a good place to start for someone that says, man, I I don't want to just binge watch Netflix for the rest of my life. I actually want to take care of the stuff that's going on deeper under the surface. What would you say to them? Yeah, I would say, especially now in the middle of this pandemic, I just use the metaphor of the balloon and that there's just this stress and, and being cooped up in our homes and uh, just the, the air is continuing to build and build and build and, and just the need to kind of let out the air uh, each day a little bit. And so uh, I would say a couple things. One, just asking for help reaching out, right, to, to somebody. I think that's hard right now as we're all kind of isolated and, and divided from one another. And so for some people, that's a, a real difficult challenge to, to step out and to be vulnerable and say, hey, I just need help. I'm stressed. But research shows by even just saying that, it takes out 80% of the intensity of, 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 an, of that particular emotion. Uh, so that would be a starting point. And then I think, too, just... And again, for me personally, just finding things I can do each day to, quote, let the air out of the balloon. Um, I got to go on a walk last night for 30 minutes, and it was like, that was letting out some air. I'm like, I haven't done this in years, right? Here I am, a counselor, and supposed to be self-care is a big, you know, mantra in in our field. And and, and whether that's, yeah, just listening to a song throughout the day, uh, just having a quiet moment to... Uh, pray, uh, whether that's playing a little cell phone game that gives me two minutes to just kind of check out. And um, so I think just finding those day-to-day little momentary ways to mm-hmm. to de-stress is important for all of us because we're all created differently in, in what kind of allows for that. So Yeah, I, I think it's interesting as we think about ways to self-care, you almost have to put boundaries on those ways, right? I mean, if, if I decide even even reading scripture, right? I mean, it, I could say, hey, I gotta, I gotta be in God's word and that's really gonna help me have self-care. But if all I do is read scripture and I'm never interacting with people, I'm never leaving my house, you know, and that's just all I do all day is say, hey, this is my way of self-caring is, is disengaging from having inner other human reaction and just reading the word. That's not healthy either. Mm-hmm. So I think that there's, there's a piece of, of recognizing, uh, because you said, uh, the, the thing that triggered my thought was that you said, hey, I'm going to play a game on my cell phone for a couple of minutes. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, that couple of minutes quickly turns into a couple of hours. At least it does for me. And so yeah. being able to have healthy... Crush. That's right. 
having those healthy boundaries, you know, going into those self-care modes. Uh, what about you, Chris? Yeah, and I, I think along those lines, you know, there's uh, there's things that um, that work for us for ca- for self-care now that maybe they didn't work for us in the past, and maybe they won't work for us in the future. So, like, what I mean is that it's it's different for everybody. There's different things that are life giving for me that they would be torture for you, right? And so, um, and then also as I grow, as I get older, like all of us are doing, those things are going to change over time. And so I think it's important to really stop and ask yourself the question, like, what are those things that that I can do that are life giving? And then also right now, it's hard because of just the balance of everything else going on. Because I would really love to go fly fishing every week uh, for a whole day, which would be great for my self care, I would be like on top of the world. Uh, but it would be terrible for my marriage and for my family and everything else going on, right? So you have to kind of ba- find that sweet spot and, and balance it. And, and really, I think it's using your time wisely. Um, I think that's the biggest part is how do I use my time str- on purpose? Str- and even if that means scheduling out my day uh, and putting in my calendar 10 minutes of self-care here and there, um, I think that's really the, the, the big difference and the, the game changer for people is when you can use your time wisely and on purpose for something that's intentionally life-giving for you. Uh, that's, I think that's the key. Yeah, I appreciated uh, you made a point on Sunday uh, between life-giving and life-sucking, right? Yeah. Um, and that a lot of times, and, and you alluded to this a little bit too, Mark, that we're all made different, right? Uh, and, and you said it just now, Chris, that the things that, that you like, I may not like. Uh, and so it, it's important that we don't uh, put onto other people the things that are self-care for us um, because it might not work for them. Um, but it's also important for us to have some self-evaluation and self-awareness to realize, to think through and maybe pray through, man, what are the things that I can do that are going to help get that air out of the balloon, right? Um, and, and be very intentional about it. Uh, I had a, a good friend of mine from Iowa come out and he wanted to go on a hike in the mountains. And I'm not a big hiker. It wasn't something I was excited to do. And he's like, hey, take me up there. And I'm like, eh, it's cool. You know, I'll tell you where to go. You go have a good time. Uh, and then he he turned around and said, hey, you want to go take some some photographs of nature? And I was like, yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. He's like, let's go do it in the mountains. I'm like, okay, let's go, you know? And so he, he knew me well enough to know what, what the thing is that, that would get me excited and be a stress relief for me. And, and it ended up being a good time for both of us. But uh, it, it's really, uh, there, there's a lot of, of value in, in being able to be self-aware um, and know what's going to work for you and, and, and understanding that just because it works for me doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work for everybody. Correct. Yeah. So, well, what about, so what does work for you? I mean, Chris, you, you said fly fishing, but you can't go fly fishing every day. So what are some things that you do in your, your daily rhythm of life, your yeah. daily routine that, that help you, you balance that and take care of yourself? You know, you know, one of the things that I do, especially now that we're working at home much more than we have been in the past, uh, I have a little room down in the basement that's kind of my little space now. There's a desk and then a, uh, it's very small, but that's kind of where I live when I'm working and and one of the things that I like to do is uh, it's just intentional times of, of silence. And so I have a couple of candles there on my desk, and I'll light them um, just to kind of uh, as a symbol that, that God's with me. 
Uh, and then I just simply sit back in my chair and I just take a few deep breaths and I just enjoy the silence for a few minutes, even if it's five minutes. Uh, and sometimes I'm, I'm using that time to reflect on a verse or two that I just read or maybe praying about something that's going on or, uh, or simply just asking him to, uh, to meet me there in that moment uh, and, and to refresh my soul. No words are exchanged, you know, none of that, but it's just finding that sweet spot uh, of silence for me is, is really life-giving, even if it's just short. Um, I think going on walks, we have a big dog who loves, it's like his, like that's why he lives, is to go on walks. Uh, it's the most exciting thing for him in his day, and so we'll do that almost every day. That's, that's life-giving for me, and few things like that. So. That's good. What about you, Mark? Yeah, I would say outdoors for me is just, uh, yeah, very life-giving, just feeling sunshine and and just the idea that, gosh, so much of my life is inside, right? I'm in the office all day. I go straight home and we're in the house. And um, so much of life seems like, gosh, it's such a chore to go to King Supers and you got to throw on this mask. And, you know, so anytime I can just walk around the lake behind the counseling center, um, uh, Last night, seeing a coyote, just seeing nature, um, and just, yeah, listening to my... In your neighborhood? In my neighborhood, oh. yeah. He ran away from me, though, okay. so that was, that was a good thing. That's was, a good sign. I was yeah. Yeah, worried about a little conversation there. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> and I came home much more stressful, stressed out than I was when I left. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah and so I think just listening uh, to God's voice, that's just such a key for me because um, I'm... I'm Typically, yeah, just dealing with my own thoughts and, yeah, things yeah. like that. That's good. Uh, would you guys have, so if someone is just seeking around, uh, talking to someone, asking for help, that's a big piece. Um, when it comes to discovering what works for you, is there any kind of methodology as far as, uh, is it trial and error as far as figuring out what works for you? What, what's the best way to approach that? I'd say one is just being intentional. I think Chris mentioned that, but just intentionally carving out time uh, and making that a routine to say, I'm going to take 10 minutes at 9 o'clock in the morning because that's a time that I can actually intentionally take this time um, is a starting point. And then I think, too, just knowing kind of where God meets us and how to, how what are those things. And, and that is a lot of times just experimentation and Hey, go try these things and see if it works. And if it doesn't, that's okay. But, um, yeah. I think one of the key ways to do it is, is uh, seeing how you feel after, afterwards. Because there's a lot of things. This isn't about just doing things you like, right? Like, I would, like back to the Netflix example, like I would like to spend a whole day binging Netflix, but I'm certainly not going to feel better afterwards. And so, so yeah, trying a few different things, starting with what is it that I like, trying them out, and then really stopping and auditing your heart and going, do I feel better afterwards? Is Am I lighter? Am I closer to God after I'm doing this? Am I, uh, am I in a better space emotionally and mentally and spiritually? Uh, or am I worse? Am I just, you know, do I feel heavier? Uh, do I feel stuck even more? Then maybe that's not something you should be doing this life-giving. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, that's good. Well, thank you guys both for for spending some time and, and chatting about this stuff. This is really, really important important for us. Uh, uh, I was just thinking about how a year ago we'd probably all be dreaming about being able to work from home all the time, and now we're kind of realizing the ramifications of all of that. But mm-hmm. um, it, yeah, just I want to encourage anybody who's listening today that uh, man. Be intentional. Be intentional to find what do you need to find healthy self-care. Uh, what do you need to do in order to de-stress and, and live a life that is life-giving and not life-sucking? And so uh, ask for help. Uh, the Crossroads uh, Counseling Center is available. If you need somebody to talk to, uh, know that they are always there and, and ready to to walk with you through any stage in life, uh, and no matter how intense it may be. Uh, it can be super intense, and maybe it's... or Sometimes it's just a light thing that you just need someone to, to bounce stuff off of, and, and so they're available for that. Um, our, our pastoral staff is also available uh, for things like that here at Crossroads Church. Uh, Chris says he is more than available. Uh, so, uh, But, man, thank you guys for, for being with us today. Know that we are, uh, we're on Facebook, we're on YouTube, uh, we're on Instagram. Check us out in those places. We're always going live with our services on the weekends. Lots of other fun content coming out all the time. Uh, but until next time.